Welcome to ZPM. I'm Teresa. And I'm Lenny. How's your week been? My week's been good. It's been good. Can't complain. Mine too. We went to um, hike in a national park, uh, Great Falls National Park in the Virginia and D.C. area. Uh Uh-huh. How was that? It was excellent. Uh, The United States National Park System is amazing. And more people should take advantage. Except when I'm yes, there. They do, good, they do good works. They really do. Uh, except when I'm there, because I don't want to see any people. That's why I'm going there. <laughs> the problem with the East Coast uh, situation is that everybody lives on the East Coast. Not everybody, obviously, but yes, everybody. And it makes the parks smaller and more populated. Mm-hmm. The most popular park in the country is the Smoky Mountains. You know that by a factor of 12. So like 12 million people go to Smoky Mountains and the next most popular one is like a million and change, which is Yellowstone. <laughs> it's like not. Even- yeah, every, I, every, I hear everybody go to Yellowstone all the time and they're like, oh, yeah. Oh, we're going this uh, fall. We'll be going to Yellowstone. Uh-huh. And Glacier and Grand Teton since it's all nearby. Relatively. Nice. I should do that one year. Just tour the parks. One year? That's a lifelong adventure. It's true. I mean, you can do it. At least least see Yellowstone. Yes, you can do Yellowstone in one trip. But when you fly in, you don't fly in. In my opinion, you should fly into Bozeman, Montana and drive. Mm -hmm. Drive the three hours down to Yellowstone. And that's it. That's how you I do know, it. I know. I know a few people that have like driven from New York to Yellowstone. I mean, yeah, that would be excellent. <laughs> I have a van outside that I'm working very hard on to to make to have make those kinds of things happen. Oh, did you hear that? No. Maybe my microphone didn't pick it up either. My neighbor's kids are yelling again. Kid singular. And they're so oh, loud. Okay. They're so loud. They might as well be in this. I can't. <laughs> I can't hear anything. Oh my god, it's crazy. Joins me. I just shut like every window because I was like, I cannot record these dumb teenagers coming through my play window screaming murder down there over God knows what. How teenager. How old are they, like, teenager-wise? Are, they, are we talking about, young, like, just barely turned into teenagers, or? Yeah, like 13. Late. Oh. Yeah, they got a ways to go. I know, but i never known any teenagers from me on down uh, that would just scream. Just were screamers. It's weird, right? Yeah. I mean, I've done some dumb things, teenage-wise. Did you scream at full volume over n- for, for nothing? You're just like hanging out with no. your buddies and suddenly you're like, ah! no, I, I do not like the, I have, I have not like the Beatles were outside. That is what it sounds like every day. Like the Beatles <laughs> are outside and they probably uh, are unaware of the Beatles. No, they probably never heard the Beatles. They probably be like, well, my granddad and my mom listens to that. What's current? What do girls freak out about now? BTS? Is that the thing? K-pop? Um, I think, I think, I don't know if it's BTS anymore, but I know it's still K-pop. 
It's going to be TS forever. I bet it is. Those boys are going to look like boys for a long time. Menudo ages, you age right out of that band. I feel like the K-pop. Well, Menudo is always replaced. I know. But if they were going to replace K-pop guys, I feel like they maintain that youthful look a lot longer. Look at this comedian's name. Because mm-hmm. I want to I wanna credit the person who said it. Ooh, where'd you go? Oh, there you are. Oh, there I am. Like sports podcast. So on the unpopular opinion uh, network, son of a gun. I hate it when things get cut off. Uh, Jeff May is one of the co-hosts on Adam Todd Brown's podcasts. And he said, and now I can't remember why I thought this. Oh, it's because that people age out. And I think. Um, yeah, the K-pop we were talking about guys, Menudo and how they age out of bands. But it takes a long time, and it, I would imagine it takes a very long time. So, Jeff May, it said, white people age like bananas. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> I was like, that's the truest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> also, I see, you know, it's the same old Mets again this year. Oh, my God. They say you can never go home again. And yet. <laughs> and yet we manage so very well. It's perfect. And the sad thing is, you guys are doing well. And they want yeah. to take away, um, they want to make universal DH, I've heard, through the grapevine. And oh. I have a lot of hard opinions about the universal DH. Which is, don't. It gives a chance. Yeah, it just gives a chance for, like, players who used to be good to, like, you know, still contribute. Yeah. No, if you're past your prime, you go home now. No, you know that's not how it's going to be these days. It should be, because if you're the pitcher, you should get to hit, because if you're playing baseball, you should play the whole game, not only half the game. But see, now, what if I hit? What if I go to hit, and I get beaten by a baseball? Or I pull something that I shouldn't have, and now I can't pitch for the next two weeks. I can't well, start for the next two weeks because of my injury. Then you're not training well. Because like, if you're a big oh. weenie, like uh, a nameless Yankees player who was running the bases was like, oh, my God. I stubbed my butt on running because I'm not supposed to be running because I'm a sensitive, lovely little pitcher boy. Don't hurt me. I'm a pitcher <laughs> boy. How's Jacob DeGrom going to win any games if he don't make his own runs happen? Because he pitches. He makes his own to... runs. Well, that's great, but he can also pitch. He doesn't need to make any runs. That's what that's what the other guys are for. That Not on the Mets, they're not. <laughs> well, no, not on the Mets. But I'm just saying. Jacob DeGrom has to not only pitch his own runless game, but he has to also generate his own runs for support because he's not going to get any from anywhere. And as soon as he leaves the game, they just give his game away. That's true. But, I mean, you guys have Francisco Lindor now, and you paid, like, arm and a leg for him. Do you not remember? This was the cutest thing that has ever happened, I, I swear to you. The Bartolo Colon, you're familiar with um, yes yes with the best guy on earth the the like the best baseball grandpa that ever baseballed <laughs> we brought him over he always played american league so he never had to hit and then he hit his first home run imagine hitting your first home run yeah that was that was actually pretty special and he's oh like my- tumbling around the bases oh my goodness i thought i was gonna die that was so so fun and in the 90s there was the pitching was, was the that Atlanta the same year pitchers? that uh, oh my god yeah 
They were amazing. Was that? It's amazing. Was that the same year that uh, Daniel Murphy like won a tear like oh. in the playoffs? No, and became, that like was, Babe Ruth all of a sudden. That was uh, when the Mets' rivalry was with the Braves because um, like Chipper Jones and stuff like that. Oh, oh no no I know that I'm talking about like when Bartolo Colon hit that home run that year. Yes. Was that the year that Daniel Murphy just became Babe Ruth all of a sudden? Right. Right. <laughs> He's like, he can't hit another home run. He did. Incredible, you know? Keep to say that's more fun. And you never know. Like, that's like the real gamble. Like, maybe you're not going to be a good hitting pitcher, but maybe you are. So maybe you now have to rethink your strategy when when you don't have to rethink your strategy because it's just going to be a slugfest and welcome your six-hour baseball game because it's nothing but home runs until you die. I think yeah. there's one. I think there's one uh, pitcher in the American League for the Angels, uh, Otani, a Japanese pitcher, and he can he can hit. They should all be able to hit. I mean, that's fine. The American that's League's been doing it since the '70s or whatever. But uh, leave the National League out of this. You know, if we want our pitchers mm-hmm. to hit, we want our pitchers to hit, uh, and they shouldn't lie down maybe, about it. Maybe years from now, you know, when we're all gone, they'll analyze the game. Archaeologists will analyze the game. Yeah, they'd be like, here's where it all went wrong 2022 when they got the university yeah. <laughs> They started speaking adding Speaking of archaeology. Oh, go speaking on. Speaking of archaeology. Oh my gosh. Did you intentionally do that to try to weasel your way? No, I did not. I, I really didn't. I really didn't. <laughs> it's a good segue <laughs> no matter what. This week we're doing episode 21 of season three. Crystal Skull. Yes, I like uh, this one. I really did. Me too. I love me some Crystal Skull stuff. And this is loosely based on the Crystal Skull they find in Belize in real life. Mm-hmm. The Hodge or Hedge Mitchell Skull? Mitchell Hodges Skull? Anyway. Mitchell Hodges, yeah. Like, anyway, they found it in Belize and stuff like that. And then they, for years they were like, nobody will ever carve a skull and and they were like psych it was made in the 1800s but i'm like are you just saying that throw people off the scent it's a cover story it opens with the biggest pyramid ever and it is a mayan pyramid naturally their pyramids are pretty big to be fair the mines really made them quite tall and you can go climb one to this day in belize even yeah. Daniel's like, I have to go see this. And then Sam looks at it, she's like, I have to go see it. You'll see this. <laughs> like, even Sam's like, oh, I want to see this is another, like, in the next episode, too, I made a little comment about it, but I'll make the comment right now. Mm-hmm. This is why Jack and Sam are no good. Because Daniel's like, I'm an archaeologist and I want to see. And they're looking at, like, some some uh, physics stuff that's going on with the energy signatures in there. And Sam's like, I do want to go see. And then they could hold Yes, hands. the neutrinos. Now, I know Sam's not damaged enough for Daniel, but, you know, with enough work, he can get it there, get her there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when they uh-huh. zoom in, and Daniel's very damaged. Man. And that's okay. Therapy wasn't a thing in the 90s. When they're like, can you zoom in? 
that entire length of walkway. Like that's a pretty great resolution. For right. <laughs> for I cannot imagine. First of all, that was in color. Second of all, it just crystal clear clears the skull sitting right there. Yep. Uh, so Daniel explains that his granddad found the same crystal skull in Belize. And his name is Nick something or other. Yeah. I also do like when, like, Sam is explaining about the neutrinos, like, how the neutrinos are, like, what, what is it going through the, the mass of the pyramid? Mm, yeah. And O'Neill's just like, yeah, well, whatever. And he calls them Nintendos. And I'm just like, oh my God, he's not like- stupid. Like, dude, you're not stupid. We, we all know you're not stupid. Why are you trying to be a troll? Oh, because he's a super troll. Because uh, he's trolling this whole episode. That's what's great. That's kind of like yes. what I do like about Jack. is he, He's like a pre-troll troll. Like he trolls no matter what. <laughs> really? He, he, he would, his Twitter game would be very strong. Right. Uh, so that's the cold open. They come back and Daniel's explaining about the findings and then his grandfather shunned him because they had a fight about, you know, whose alien thing is better than the other guy's alien thing. Oh, that comes later when he's like, oh, he didn't believe in my alien thing, but was like, I can't believe you don't believe in my alien thing. Yeah. I'm like, boy, the apple didn't fall far from the tree there, huh? Yeah, and that whole family's cursed. I'm, I've, I've come to the conclusion that uh, family is cursed. Uh, Hammond okays the mission for them to go look at it. And this is the quote that you were referring to earlier. Daniel, weren't you listening? Nintendo's passed through everything. <laughs> Daniel, weren't you listening? <laughs> the, the look he must have gotten is just like... Oh, so good. Like, how dare you? And off they go, though. Because they're like, that's ah, all right, isn't it? <laughs> Listen, these effects are hard on the eyes. Yeah. They're very pedestrian at best. Listen, I know it's a television budget. And at the time, I'm sure it was good. I'm sure it was good if I was watching this in like 1999 or whenever this came out. I'm sure it would, it would be excellent. This is the greatest special effects ever. Now it's like, oh, wow. This is oh rough God. to watch, man. Like, it's, it's like this. And I appreciate it, but, like, it's stark to my eyes now. Uh, but remember when, like, Grand Theft Auto, like, Vice City came out and stuff like that, and people were like, oh, my God, the realism, it looks like real people. It, and yeah. Michael, <laughs> Michael played that at the beginning of the pandemic. And he put it on, and I was like... I can't believe our dumbasses were like, I can't believe the realism at the time. Because I'm like, this is some revolutionary people driving around. <laughs> like, I can see the pixels still. I can still see the pixels. And we were like, oh my God. It's never been so real. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, so I imagine it was much like that. They were like, oh my God, it looks like it's just Indiana Jones right here. <laughs> I mean, goodness me. But Daniel walked right up to that crystal skull, which, you know, if your grandfather told you that he looked into the eyes of the crystal skull and disappeared, 
why would you also walk up to it and stare it in the eyes? Well, curiosity. He is an sure. archaeologist, after all. I know, but wouldn't you not stare it in the eyes knowing that you could get transported somewhere else and you don't know where that somewhere else is or how to get back from it? Guy who already did that one well, time <laughs> in the movie. Oh, that, well, well, that event comes later. Um, the skull starts to absorb Daniel, as it would, and Tilk shot the skull, uh, and it turns Daniel invisible. Daniel's not going to take advantage of his invisibility, though, is he? Nope. He's not a dirty bird. He's good. Or he's not that weight damaged. No, he passes out at first, though. Like, he's knocked out unconscious because of the blast. Mm -hmm. So, the radiation goes off the charts, and SG-1 makes it back without Daniel. I don't see how. They would have died. How they didn't get cancer is a miracle. Right. Or any, I kind, of, of... Or any kind of radiation poisoning is a miracle. I thought of that, too, especially since Sam passed out. Yeah. I was like, y'all, this is like that Russian submarine movie that I like. Uh, das Boot. I would take it easy. No, no that's, that's, that's the German one. It's the one with um, Harrison Ford. And he has a Russian oh, uh, accent. Um, um, uh, what is it? And it's all those people that they made them put on like chemical suits instead of radiation suits. And they all like melted. Uh, it's super sad. Uh, I, know, I know what it is. I know what it's called, but I can't think of it right now. It'll probably come to me at the end of this. Always. It never happens. <laughs> So they make it back without Daniel somehow and they pass out right after they get through the gate as usual. Janet comes in and saves them. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> they start scanning uh, for Daniel with like a little camera or whatever. It's called K-19, the Widowmaker, by the way. There we go. There we go. <clears throat> I found it enjoyable. So they have no luck finding Daniel because he's invisible, but they don't know that yet. And they go to visit everybody. And Tilk's like doing good. Uh, so he's like, I'll go get the skull. Don't even worry about it. My symbiote, you know, how my symbiote be. Me and, and Jimmy it, are cool. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. And Hammond's like, yeah, okay. Uh, so he runs through, grabs the skull, and Daniel sneaks back with him. Because by now, Daniel has figured out he is, in fact, invisible. Or something. Or out of phase. or He's like, he's invisible. He's just straight up invisible. And as soon as Teal gets back, he runs to Sam's side. So I'm going to have to go ahead and put one in the point column for that ship. <laughs> like immediately to Sam, not Jack. And because oh. Janet's like, don't worry, she's doing okay. And he's like, oh, because he loves her. And if she fell on the floor, he would not pick her up by the back of her shirt and just toss her on the bed like he did to Jack. No. Which is very oh. funny. Because, uh, yeah, Jack's like, I bet I'm fine. And he just falls off the bed and Tilk just picks him up. and Tilk just him. like yokes, like yanks him up. Get back on the bed there, silly guy. He's like, you're welcome. <laughs> it's really funny. It's like a low-key very funny Mm -hmm. they go visit this dr robert uh to investigate the skull but they don't want to like tell him what's going on there with the skull 
which is weird because if he's at the SGC, I mean, you can you can let him know what's up. Well, he wasn't there yet. They were just going to visit him. No, he was on the base because they keep coming no, they, in and out of his office. Oh, oh, Robert. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, not Nick, not Grandpa Nick yet. This is still yeah. like discount Daniel, scientist Daniel. <laughs> And, and they play that up so well too that he's like not Daniel. You know, like, they're like, all right, not Daniel. Figure out why this skull's magic. And he's like, uh, it's, it's like, not magic. It, it's just a skull. Just nothing's happening. And they're just like, figure it out. Yeah, really. Uh, I'm like, hey, you guys should cut that guy a little bit of slack, don't you think? Um, they're like, you better find the answer. And I'm like, do you talk to Daniel like that? Are you like Daniel if you don't? <laughs> do this you're fired because i don't I, think so. i love that I, I do love that little snippet though it's like well what do you think they're gonna do well i think they're gonna fire you yeah like is is McKay getting fired every time he's like uh does something wrong which he does stuff wrong you know yeah it's like but in his defense it's like yo you guys came to me all right seriously <laughs> teal can kind of feel daniel's presence or presence during Kelnarine. And that's very interesting. So then Daniel thinks he's a ghost. <laughs> oh, oh, Daniel. Please. Like when he's like, oh my God, am I dead? Am I a ghost? That it might feel a little out of place for Daniel, but I don't think so because he thought he was magic in the previous episode with fire and stuff like that. Well, yeah, because he was also not hungry nor thirsty. So he right. probably thought he was dead. He's like, I'm dead. Uh, I'm like, Daniel definitely believes in ghosts, right? Well, he has to believe in something. He's not skeptical like, uh, you like know, O'Neal. Jack over here. Oh, I know. He's the most skeptical that Jack. Mm-mm-mm. The skull is not the source of the power. Like, as I'm watching them try to figure out, like, how to get the skull to work, I think mm-hmm. the altar is the power base at this point. Oh, the yeah, the, the altar, yes. Yeah, and like, like all all tools on an altar, they're just a focal point to help you get to the thing that you're trying to do. Yeah, because I remember when Robert was staring into it. Sam comes in, and she's like, "Don't stare at him!" Oh my god, they're really like they're really giving this poor boy a hard time. I'm like, right? Oh, where's and Daniel's he, uh, research assistant from that planet that time? Right? Where is he? Where's Nyan? Mm. No, but I I like it because he puts him he puts them in his place too because he's like, look, I understand you guys are stressed out, but he's my friend too. Aw, he has friends. Yes, Jack's not his only friend. So, <laughs> and I love how Daniel's like advising him, like, yes, be skeptical, but not that skeptical. Oh my gosh, Daniel's still talking around like anybody can hear him is. Bananas. So, like, he's already got problems with himself. Because he's like, nobody can see me because I'm a ghost. Who am I talking to? Seriously, nobody. Nobody can hear him. Uh, but they decide to go visit Jack's, not Jack's, uh, Daniel's, uh, Daniel's granddad, Grand Nick, at the mental institute. <laughs> Daniel doesn't think this is a good idea, not that anybody can hear him. So they go off to what I put down as the nut house. There's always like, yeah. whenever they depict uh, an asylum, it's always like that. It's always like people like scratching at lampposts and like licking windows and 
talking to trees. And like you see the you see the outside and there are people walking outside with them and and they're like you know spazzing out and doing whatever and then you go inside and there are people just walking around yeah it's like i don't know like it's just not probably how a, a mental institute is is actually um but nick doesn't seem to be like the sort of guy that's like i don't know you know what movie i loved this is off topic crazy people did you never see crazy people a long time ago with uh dudley moore i think and there's yeah. volvos they're boxy but they're good mm-hmm. a long yeah. time ago though i have to rewatch it feel free to rewatch that because it holds up and it's very funny and uh and you'll be singing the hello song. What a wonderful word. Hello. <laughs> so they see Nick and they're like, tell us about the skull or whatever. Because they're like, don't bring up to grandpa that Daniel disappeared by way of crystal skull like he did that time. And they're like, oh, sure. We'll just walk in there and be like, we're friends of Daniel. So whatever happened with that crystal skull, you know what I'm saying? He's like, what are you He's like, How, what, what are you talking about? crystal skull oh and uh so this is where uh nick and daniel had competing alien theories comes to light uh but nick wants to see the crystal skull he's like well if you don't take me to see this skull you don't get any good stories out of me yeah i hold all he's no, not the, insane in the least little bit the thing that gets me is like yeah no daniel is insane because he thinks he thinks aliens built the par- our landing spots for the pyramids. Yeah. Ha ha ha! What a crazy. But I'm insane, right? Okay. The aliens are smoke giants. What do they need to land on a pyramid for? <laughs> <laughs> right. Everyone knows they're made of smoke. Wait, what? Yeah, really. And yeah, and then Daniel has the absolute cheek to be like, no. <laughs> I was right. And they were both right. Yeah. But that's why I keep saying that family's curse. It's either you go the legit way and then you have like a giant tablet fall, a stone tablet fall on you and you die. Or you do it like, you know, the crazy way and you come up with outlandish theories and everyone discredits you, even though you're right. Oh, Daniel's back. So they're back at the base looking at the skull or whatever. And Daniel catches Hammond being a great grandpa. Telling his granddaughter. Yeah, that was a nice moment. He's like, I want to come near play, but I have to find my really good friend. And I'm like, I'm sure that melts Daniel's heart right into. Because if Daniel, like once he can see Daniel again, Hammond, he'll be like, well, I'm sorry, Dr. Jackson, but you're just effed in the A, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> and Daniel's like, no, I know how you really feel about me. You know? Oh, Hammond. <laughs> He's like, I won't tell anybody grip of Hammond. <laughs> Grampy Hammond. Grampy, oh my god, that would be great. <laughs> Nick says uh, that he was taken to a cavern and he describes the cavern uh, that they all went to. And they're like, we might as well tell him now. He definitely described the cavern to the exact... I'm uh, like, that wasn't very exact. All he said was like, expansive room. And it's an, a big and cavern. <laughs> I mean... The room my altar's in is not very big, but like if somebody was like, oh my God, it was like a room with an altar in it, I wouldn't be like, they described my room exactly. (laughs) I mean, to be fair, we don't want like Stephen King detail. I mean, no, but like maybe some of those uh, stalagmites that were coming up that were bouncing all the Nintendos around. 
the Nintendo. <laughs> I mean, some. Everybody says that they kind of feel Daniel, except Jack. He's like, or whatever. It's radiation poisoning. I'm leaving. <laughs> right. Like, I don't understand, like, his skepticism. The level of his skepticism is amazing. Because it's like, after all the stuff you've seen, you're still like, nah, that can't happen. That can't happen. <laughs> like, dude, you had an alien turn into your son. Yeah, really. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> You were one more fire trick away from believing that Daniel was magic and his power was fire. Right? You were almost convinced. Now you're like, no, everything. Oh, that's crap. Until Sam yeah, walked in and aliens. she was like, whatever. I'm leaving. <laughs> Alien giants. Sure. Uh-huh. Uh, Nick can see Daniel and had throughout the entire episode. But he thought he was hallucinating because they had him so convinced that he was an insane person that he was like, yeah, I'm hallucinating. This is fun. That was actually a funny moment. It's like, you could see me. And he's like, why didn't you say so? He's like, because I thought uh, I was hallucinating. So I was like, you don't talk back to your hallucination. They already think I'm insane. I don't want to be seen more insane. Uh, And he's like, I wonder why Daniel can see him. And I was like, because Nick was also sculled. Do you not get it? You're both sculled. Exactly. Uh, so they're going to go back and put the skull back on the altar, which none of them actually say that the altar is the power source for whatever, but it definitely is. Um, Maybe they didn't know. Maybe they just thought it was just magic, you know, because Daniel was also was almost magic before, like a week Daniel, ago. Daniel is currently <laughs> magic. Um, <laughs> he's like almost at like his his sexy prime on the show. I mean, he's sexy now. <laughs> Like, 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 there's like a, at some point, Dan, he, like, he's working out now, but like, at some point around season five, like, he's like really work. He's like ripped. He's like, yeah, he's like, the a, threads he, on those t shirts are working overtime just down his body. Like, they're hanging on by a thread, basically. By literal <laughs> threads. I'm like, what's going on over here? Uh, but he's almost there. He's working very diligently at it. He's almost at his apex. <laughs> Uh, so they're going to go back, and Nick says that Daniel says that he has to go with them. And Daniel's like, I didn't say that. He's like, he said it has to happen like that. <laughs> <laughs> like, He's like, wait, you're taking advantage of me. Nope. I was like, yeah, shut up, Daniel. It's time to go back to the pyramid. Yeah, but I always love those moments, though, when, like, you have the characters that have never seen the Stargate. Like, they experience it for the first time. Like, because the music changes and like, they're, they're like, they're like little kids and they're looking at it like, oh my God, this is like amazing. I would straight up drop dead if I saw a Stargate like that. I'd be like, oh man. But, and it's every time much, they never. Go on. Yeah, I'd, I'd cry. I'd cry. Like, I'd be moved to tears. Like, oh my God, this is real. Yeah, I would like just be out of my board. I'd be like, oh man, this is awesome. I'm literally going to another planet. I mean, the only other things I could think of is like just natural wonders that are out there. Like if you mm-hmm. you can look at a picture of like canyons and stuff like that, and like you think the the there's the pictures like they can't they literally can't tell you what it is. Do like, it, yeah, do it justice. Yeah, I know. I mean, I mean, the, you could get the colors right. You could get it. It just will not help. It it just can't help. And like I like I'm like oh my, it's just so hard to describe. 
and uh like i was on cadillac mountain in, in maine and like i was like i almost cried i was like this is so gloriously amazing and like I, there's a picture of me from behind and i'm like that's not even helping it's not even helping yeah i get um, you so when they go back to the pyramid uh nick is like oh man it's the exact pyramid and uh, and Daniel goes up to look at the skull, and everyone phases out except Teal, who's like, "I'll be right yeah. back," and just leaves. And up come the smoke aliens, these giants. And they say, uh, "The enemy of my enemy is my friend," or something like that. Yeah, that's right. what they say. Yep, they say it in Mayan, and they're like, "Oh, that's why Teal didn't phase because he has a symbiote in him." And I guess I don't see how the gold would be an enemy of giant smoke monsters like what are, what are they getting like they're gonna hand thingy smoke maybe that's a hologram some kind of advanced hologram that they use they like to screen people time with the aliens i think because they were like yeah want to be friends and they were like yeah yeah sure i mean hey we'll exchange technology like what could they offer that giant smoke monsters smoke aliens don't have I mean, I know you don't want to open up with like Mayborn, but uh, you know, maybe they should ask <laughs> if they have a Mayborn situation before they're like, yeah, we don't mind being your friend. Uh, they allow Nick to stay though, because they're like, hey, you were here like 30 years ago. Cool, man. You want to be the ambassador? <laughs> yeah, they're, they're like, you. <laughs> and Nick's like, yeah, of course I do. But that's lonely business. And where's he going to live? <laughs> But what else, what else does he have to do? He's going to sit in an asylum for the rest of his life? That's fair. And Daniel can come visit whenever, probably. Like on his days off. He's ne- he's never going to visit. He's not Jack. He might visit. True. And uh, and Daniel says goodbye, Grandpa. And it's sad. And, aww. Yeah. Aww. Daniel. That is, a, that is a kind of a sad ending. I was like, oh. It's like his only family right there. Mm-hmm. And he, I love how he tells them, like, you know, I'm sorry, I could have, I should have adopted you and your parents died, mm-hmm. you know, but I, I was too consumed with, you know, being an archaeologist and explorer that I, you know, I was like, oh, wow, that's really deep. Yeah. I like backstories on, on everybody. I think that's good. So what do you rate this episode? I rate this one a five. I, I really liked it. I gave it a four. You did? Yeah, that's a pretty high. That's not- no, because I like episodes like I do like episodes like that. Like when they like discover like life changing stuff that's been on Earth, and they're like just as amazed about it. Well, like, except for Jack, they're just as amazed like as as we are in the audience. I do. I, I really love episodes love like it. that. I love me some Crystal Skull action. <laughs> so and I love Mayan stuff and I'm like it's all my favorite things it's all coming together heavy Daniel yeah uh, I'm gonna be sad to see him go I watch some fan videos sometimes they're like clips from uh, mostly Atlantis I won't like God that's the favorite I don't I can't even like hide it I think that's every that's everyone's best like version of of Stargate the Atlantis one it's just, it, it's, it was my first Stargate experience. It's something about John and Rodney is just so wonderful. Yeah, I actually like Rodney McKay. 
I'm like, wow, this guy may be smarter than Sam. I had a crush on Zelenka. I still do. Let's not kid ourselves there. Dude, you did? Oh, yes. And I still do. Like that actor? Very into that actor. Hmm. Which doesn't help that I just called him that actor, right? That actor. I thought you could have had a crush on a doctor. Which doctor? Doctor, uh, uh, what's Dr. his name? Dr. Keller? Oh, God. <laughs> because I do. <laughs> no, not David Dr. Nickel. Keller. David Nichol is yeah. the actor's name. I love him. No, not Dr. Keller. A doctor, uh. That's Jewel State, and I love her. Yeah. She's a good, she was good. Mm-hmm. No, no, not Dr. Keller. Um, <laughs> Scottish doctor. Oh, Paul McGillian. Yeah. yeah. Carson Beckett. I thought you would. Beckett, that's his name. Dr. Beckett. Listen, I ain't kicking any of these cast members out of bed. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not like, no thanks. I wouldn't kick Taylor out of bed, let me tell you. Who would? I, I like me some Taylor, man. She was so beautiful when Michael met her. Uh, he almost, like, he almost died in her presence. Like, he just. Really? He couldn't believe it. Like, he, like and then we saw her, like, walking around the con, like, later. Like, later that same day. Uh, he was like, I, he's like, I'm so sorry. I'm like, about what? And he was like, she's so beautiful. Like, I can't, like, I can't believe it. (laughs) He's like, he's like awestruck. Like, I, how are you walking this earth? Truly? He really was like, beside, he just was beside himself. He was just like, this is incredible. (laughs) I was like, huh? I bet you'd like to know that. Maybe I'll tweet her one day and let her know that, like, he was, and he didn't watch the show. Like, he didn't know. He was like, he, he came from, like, moral support to it, like, my first Dragon Con or something like that. Okay. But he just was like, oh my God. Right. Right. Like, uh, uh, Christy Swanson is who he met at that Dragon Con. I met Here. Trisha Helfer at one of the Dragon Cons before. I've met everybody. <laughs> At a dragon. Dragon Con is by far the best convention to go to. Uh, and we're going to pick that one up. That line of thinking is getting picked up for next week. I watched the promo for next week that we're going to talk about, and it's replicator time, baby. Uh, we got the season yeah. three finale. And I'm surprised uh, that replicators, replicators happened so soon. Like, I really, like, in my head, I was like, replicators don't come around to like season six. But I guess they, no, come, they come on pretty soon. Right meow. So that's good. Uh, I can't wait to watch that episode. Got anything you want to plug uh, this week? Uh, not this week. Next week I do. Okay. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at ZPM Stargate and email us at ZPMStargate at gmail.com. Facebook, the same. Instagram, the same. Uh, hit us up. Leave us a good review on iTunes and you can do it right in your app like whatever app you have will let you leave a review and otherwise have a good week everybody bye bye